Welcome to Keeping It Sexy, the only podcast that hides in the closet when mommy and daddy fight. This week's guest is our friend Victoria Parrish, so sit back, relax, and enjoy your weekly dose of... Welcome back, everyone. Episode 44, the big 4-4. That's what they say. <laughs> I am here with my co-host, Brandon Bearhands. Skibbities. <laughs> All right, then. If that's what you want your catchphrase to be from now on. <laughs> Skibbities. We oh. have a guest with us, Brandon. I'm wearing a wire. Not just any guest. <laughs> We're also recording this on microphones, Brandon. Hence the wire. There's <laughs> a wire outside of your shirt. I think that was a uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia thing. I'm sure it was. I think it was a Charlie thing where he was trying to like wear a wire, but it was just a microphone on a stand. Yes. <laughs> coming out of his shirt. <laughs> okay. She's already spoke spoken to you. I don't know the proper tense of that word, but her name is Victoria Parrish. Victoria, welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Victoria, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I've, I'm the first one to welcome her. How's that feel, Brandon? I gave her a hug earlier. Did you? No? Didn't think so. I gave her a firm handshake. Ooh. Even better. <laughs> so, Victoria, first question, only question from us. How do you remember meeting each of us? Okay. Um... <clears throat> Oh, Ben, yours is a funny story. Okay. Um, I remember, I mean, like, I, like, kind of, like, knew, like, knew who you were because, like, you, like, knew my brother, and, um, <clears throat> but I remember we both auditioned for Beauty and the Beast, and Very true. I saw the cast list, and I saw I was Babette, and you were Lumiere, and I was like, oh my gosh, Ben, that's amazing. He's gonna be like my boyfriend. I'm gonna be really awkward. <laughs> so <clears throat> I remember like our first kind of like official initiating our existence. Um, Nicole was teaching us, <laughs> she was teaching us our tango. And right. that took was, a long time to get down. <laughs> I was like really awkward. <laughs> Because I didn't really know Very you. True. And she was like, no, get close to him. And I was like, okay, hi, nice to meet you. I was a dweeby little junior. so. But because of that, we got very close very fast. Yeah. It was unprecedented how close we got that fast. <laughs> All right, yeah. That was, that, was, that was a good one. That's a good one. It really was. Okay, Brandon. And is. How did I, because like, hmm. I don't remember. No, because I don't know. I, I can't remember if it was either because of Night for Jason or because of Brothers Grimm. Um, probably more Night for Jason. Yeah. And Beauty and the Beast, I was stage crew. So, mm -hmm. so we were around, so we were always talking to each other. We never yeah. formulate like, hi, my name is Brandon. Yeah, we never really like officially was like, Hi, I'm Victoria. Hi, I'm Brian, and whatever, whatever. But like, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure it could have been night for Jason because I was an act my junior year, and you were an MC. 
and I heard so many good things about you. Everyone's like, oh my God, you don't know Brandon? You don't know Brandon? And I was like, not yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> Jeez, give so, me a sec. Give me a minute. <laughs> so yeah. And then I got to know you more, and especially like in like Brothers Grimm in that show, because you played a thousand parts. And yes, <laughs> correct. You played a total of 1,000 parts in that show. And that's how I kind of got to know you more. So. Yeah. I remember Anthony said, the show's like two and a half hours, Brandon, and you're that last half hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's two hours He's not and exaggerating. Brandon is the finale. <laughs> he really was. Not even exaggerating. It was literally all Brandon, that scene. That multiple scenes. <laughs> yeah. I was I very it, proud of you doing that. I think my dad that. put it up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, he did? He, yeah, because he wanted my uh, grandparents to see. So... Look Very funny. I have to look. I wonder up. if it was. Do you know it's which show it was? Probably private, but what? Do you know which show it was? It wasn't the one where I had dress problems. Okay, because that one would have been absolutely hilarious to have. I don't know if you remember it, people that are listening. You probably were not there. There's but a. There's, there's a, a. There's a part where you I'm it. supposed <laughs> to take a dr- the because I'm wearing. All right, you don't know what Brothers Grimm is. It's like fairy tales and stuff. So, and it's brother, the Brothers Grimm Spectacular-a-thon is a play, and it's very comical. So the funny part is that most of the actors got sick because of some kind of food poisoning backstage. So they have one. They need one actor to play all of the roles, basically, of, from Cinderella. Even the birds. Even the birds. The birds. So that's me. <laughs> So I was tweet, the tweet. actor. So I played That'd all the roles. My fucking life. And <laughs> one of the things is that when you're switching between, the funny part is that I had to switch the costume like on stage. So right. I had many wigs and I had a dress that I wore for one of the parts. I think for like Cinderella, I had to wear a dress. So I had a dress, but then like I had trouble taking or putting it on or taking it off just because um, it was always inside out because no one ever reversed there were two it. nights for the show so the first <coughs> night I took it off but then I never put it back inside out right. so then when I tried to put it on it didn't work and then the second night one by one starting with Kyle Schaus friend of the show he came up because he was stage crew he, he came up and he was trying to get it on and then, I don't know, more people came on. And then eventually, uh, Kirsten Klin, the director of the show, <laughs> came out of the audience and helped Brandon put on this, his dress. And it was unplanned and wonderful. I cannot believe it actually happened. And then I missed the line when we came back. And then Jason saved me. He did. Love Jason Kellar. It was like one out of like a thousand lines. So like, you know, it's fine though. You're allowed to miss one. You're allowed to miss just one just out of a thousand. Everybody gets one. That's <laughs> the line in Night for Jason too. And Mr. Bernati next day was like, uh, you missed your line, Brandon. Like the show's over. <laughs> Don't taunt me. The show is over. <laughs> it's not like we have another week of this. <laughs> it's two shows and we're through. No more. <laughs> All right. So Victoria... I don't know if you remember, but we started a Twitter hashtag. Amazing. On the internet. 
And we got some pretty great questions asked from our viewers and your friends. So, a number one <clears throat> from at I lost my axe. Oh my god. <laughs> what is your take on dad jokes? <clears throat> dad jokes? I love them. I do love them. And I tell them often. Yeah, that's basically really it. As often I, as you can manage. Yeah, really. I, I love dad jokes. Well, if you love dad jokes, I'm your man. <laughs> I'm constantly, whenever somebody says, I'm <clears throat> blank, I'm cold, I'm hot. Nice to meet you, I always you. say, nice blank. to meet you, cold. I'm Ben. I, <laughs> if I was a dad, I would say, I'm dad. Of course. But, you know, you <laughs> know how yet. it is not Maybe. being a father, but pretending you are one. My grandpa <laughs> says, I'm Webb. Because that's his first I'm name Web. is Webster. So he's like, hey, I'm Webb. Hey, I'm Webb. I'm Webb. <laughs> I'm what Spider-Man shoots out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question from at Matt Sandwich. Funny name. <laughs> he says, fuck, Mary kill. Count Chocula, <laughs> Chef Boyardee, and the Jolly Green Giant. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is a good one, though, because, like, I, I love this game. This is a fun game. It is a very fun game. Um, I think I well, I obviously, okay, obviously I'm gonna fuck the green giant because like, come on, yeah, the name just says the, it all. Size does matter. The name says it all. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna marry Count Chocula, and I'm gonna kill Chef Boyardee just because like he's like shady. I feel like he's so yeah. shady. And you know what I. Th I think Count Chocula has that big old mansion that you can live in. Yeah, like, seriously. He's got some good stuff that you can provide. <clears throat> I would love to be Mrs. Chocula. <laughs> Mrs. Chocula. I know my accent. My name's Victoria. <laughs> my name's Victoria Chocula. <laughs> Here we go. Chocula, darling. Victoria Chocula. It sounds good. Would you? Here's <clears throat> the thing. Would you let him bite you and turn you into a chocolate vampire? Also, absolutely. If you were a chocolate vampire, things oh, would be going great. Now, Boo Berries, on the mm. other hand, Ooh. I'm not about that ghost life. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, because you you live forever, but it's not technically living. Vampires, you live in forever, and you're a chocolate vampire. Yeah, I'd let him bite me on the first date. Yeah. Hey, uh. You like the neck part of people? I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another question from at miniature underscore goats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Victoria oh Parrish. Oh, no. <laughs> How many bears have you fought this fiscal year? <laughs> Do you think your business is better or worse because of it? Okay, this year? This fiscal year. Fiscal okay, year. This fiscal What's year. a fiscal year? It's the same fucking thing. It's a <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, hmm. I would say, I don't know, about like six. About six bears? About so, six. And um, it's really like improved my business. Really because has. like the past like couple years, like it's only been about like two or three. And like... Now that, like, they see I'm, like, fighting more, like, business is really booming, so. Right. Those ratings go way up. They really have. Bears. They're, like, skyrocketing. Why do you think Leo won? Exactly. Because he fought a bear. They asked oh me. 
to be that part. And I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I really think if Leonardo DiCaprio was this part, he's going to get an Oscar. Yeah. Look what happened. And you know what? I don't want to be known as the guy who fights bears like that. I don't mm-hmm. want that. I don't want to be typecasted <clears throat> as the bear fighter. I'm like, more than that. Like, they'll just cast me in other movies where people fight bears, which is most movies. That's A lot true. of people don't realize if it's not the main plot, there's definitely a subplot where somebody gets fought with fought by a bear or mold by a bear. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're fighting bears. You're taking. Yeah, you're, I'm taking them down. Yeah. You're I'm not winning. winning. You're not waiting for them to like, come to you. This this woman is literally taking out bears. Like we are ultra protected. Mm-hmm. Like she, if she can protect bears. us from a bear. Who says she can't protect us from like a tiger? Exactly. Or a liger. Bears. Or a monkey. Beats. Monkeys are huge. Battlestar Galactica. Monkeys are huge. They'll beat you up. They'll beat the they shit will. They They'll throw out. fucking bananas and Well, poop. not Victoria, but... <laughs> yeah. I'll try not to. Okay. <laughs> Next question. She'll put a banana with a sun jump shine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> the dark side of the moon. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> Get it? Because moon is butt. <laughs> All right. Next question from at communist rat. Kanye 2020? Question mark? Absolutely. It's a yes for me. Yeah, I feel like the best possible situation if Trump does miraculously become president is that he then has to run against Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. In, no, I agree. In the ensuing 2020 election. So he's going to be... A, a and then lose to Kanye because Kanye might win. I promise you, if the candidates were Trump and Kanye, Kanye would win. I promise yeah. you that. Hands down. No one wants an old white guy when you got this uh, young, hip legend. And who's ever had a Trump steak anyway? Get Yeezy up in here. <laughs> <laughs> so Kanye's going to be running for the Democratic? or He'll be running independent, <clears throat> but he'll be the first one to win. Absolutely independent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just he'll be running sure. under his own label. Absolutely. <laughs> What's his label again? What is it? Kanye Records? No. <laughs> 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 the most unoriginal record it. label ever. <laughs> ben Granger Records. My he comes fa- here. My he records in the studio. studio. Yeah, he does. He, um, he records right here. Sometimes he brings Jay Z with him. Yeah, he brings Jay Z, but he <laughs> makes him sit silently. <laughs> He'll never ever have Jay Z collaborate on a track, <laughs> and that's his. That's the Kanye promise. Really kind he'll of he'll never like, let it happen. Jay-Z's moral support. He's like, go Kanye. Okay, we have one more question for you. Okay. Also from <coughs> at Communist Rat, friend of the show. Actually, most of these people are friends of the show. And of mine. And of yours. And <laughs> also a brother of yours. Yeah. <laughs> go follow him at I Lost My Axe. <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you got it. Okay. <laughs> so, at Communist Rat asks, has Geff murdered anyone yet? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is breaking news. Yes, he has. Okay, Geff is um, our acting professor. Um, Ryan and I were in the same acting class uh, last semester, and um, this semester I decided to take acting again with the same professor and um, it's completely different than our first acting class and um, Geff is a lot more strict and scarier and 
threatening and he might kill you and um like the first class he was like oh get monologues and memorize them so we're like okay you know what that's fine sure we'll memorize monologues because you know acting too let's get serious but um (laughs) but when we came back like from vacation and stuff and um we had our monologues memorized um if you didn't have them fully memorized or like you messed up one word and like said like i don't know like Tomato instead of tomato. Exactly, yeah. If you said tomato, then he will ask you to withdraw from the class. So we all, like, said our monologues. And this one kid who was in our, actually in Ryan and I's previous acting class, he messed up, like, one word, and it was, like, the first sentence. And Geff was like, withdraw from my class. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was really scared to do mine. And when I went up to do my monologue, he stopped me after the first sentence and was like, okay, I'm done. And like, he stopped like everyone, like in the middle of their monologues, like he stopped everyone. He didn't let anyone finish. And so, and like everyone was like freaking out. This one girl left to go to the bathroom because she's like, oh my God, I feel nauseous. And I was just like, all right, I didn't have to say my monologue. Great, (laughs) fabulous. So yeah. That's, um, yeah, Geff has killed people. So. Yeah, on the inside at least. Especially but, on the inside. But maybe on the <clears throat> outside sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, that's it for our Twitter questions for this week. Yay. Let's get a round of applause for all the people that actually sent in questions. Yay. Thanks, my brother. <laughs> Coming in clutch, <laughs> Matt Parrish. Fantastic. Beautiful. The, the beautiful hard hitting journalism. <laughs> beard boy. He is beard the boy. movie. The movie. I want to write a movie and cast him as Beard Boy. <laughs> and the uh, soundtrack will be done by the Beards. The Beards. Oh my God! Have you ever heard of the Beards? I haven't heard of the Beards. The Beards are an Australian rock band who only sing songs about beards. Why haven't I heard of them? They have five full, (laughs) at least five. I haven't checked in a while. They have five full-length albums. Oh, oh my God. Only songs about beards. My favorite one, (laughs) people look this one up. It's called, If Your Dad Doesn't Have a Beard, You've Got Two Mums. (laughs) And it's hands down my favorite song of all time. It's a catchy song. It's a very catchy song. <laughs> if your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two mums. Two beardless moms. Oh my gosh. Such a great song. <laughs> I and have it's, to hear it's this. good music too. Yeah, it's not that bad. And it's a test <laughs> it's a testament to how much they love beards that they have five, five full length albums. <laughs> And they've never deviated from <laughs> from the beards. I thought you were like five full length singles. Yeah. But you're like albums. Five albums. <laughs> and it's just it's a great time. It sounds it's a like wonderful it. time. Y'all need to check it out. So I would also like to talk to you, Victoria, mm-hmm. about your experience emceeing at Night for Jason. Night for Jason was amazing even if the MCs say oh my god it was terrible it was so stressful they they lie like i'm gonna admit like the process was 
super stressful but like it, like and like at like times we're like oh my gosh like is all the stress even worth it but like once like the show happened and once like you realize what it was like really for like we're like oh my gosh this was so worth it it was it was literally like one of the most best and stressful experiences of my life definitely it was like SNL it really was but it was a lot of fun though and like I'm really happy with like the MCs like my year like it was I mean like yeah like we had like differences and stuff but like they were all like such amazing people and it was just a lot of fun working with them so like yeah. and the fact that you all were able to come together and make such an amazing show like I loved our show like Brandon was one of the MCs on our show and he killed it he killed it <laughs> but I really enjoyed going to your uh, night for Jason we were shocked that, so like, good. people liked it <laughs> because we, like, were, like, so sick of our skits. We're, like, okay, like, we, like, told everyone, we're, like, come to the show. It's for a good cause. But if you don't find us funny, like, you know, like, sorry, we're trying. Sorry, we gave it our we, all. We, like, we tried our best. But then, like, after the show, people were, like, what are you talking about? That was hysterical. And, like, we, tr like, we, like, aim, obviously, we aim to please everyone. But, like, we, like, literally said, we're, like, we're aiming to please everyone, but, like, we're not gonna please everyone yeah. and then like we ended up kind of pleasing everyone so like yeah I really enjoyed going to it thank you I really enjoyed it too <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's kind of crazy because like SNL you have a week to yeah. write your sketches build the sets uh, memorize all the lines and stuff like that mm -hmm. and for that it's kind of a really great show mm -hmm. but with what you did you wrote your sketches probably months in advance practiced mm -hmm. them for months and at that point you probably like that's why we were so doubtful because like yeah. we had them for so long we were like are they even funny anymore like there's always room for improvement yeah the, so. jo the jokes aren't <clears throat> fresh at that point yeah especially but with SNL like when you have like, because you have, like, some of the directors and people, stage crew, people that are helping out. But, like, even they've seen it, like, four days in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and, like they're not a good Yeah, like, everyone in the cast, anyway. everyone in the cast had, like, seen our skits and, like, they didn't really laugh. And, like, but that was because, you know, they've seen them a hundred times. But, like, exactly. to us, we're like, okay, we're not funny. Like, yeah. we saw it as, You'll like, we're not even funny. That. You'll never make it in this <clears throat> town. And, like, we, and, like, by the end of it, like, we didn't find our skits funny. We're just like, <clears throat> you know, let's hope the audience finds our skits funny. Like, we didn't find them funny at all. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of it. Because I feel like if you're doing SNL for, and you're developing your things over the course of a week, it's still going to be pretty funny to you. Like all these sketches, mm -hmm. and one of my favorite uh, SNL stories. I don't know if you know uh, John Mulaney. Yes. He is so good. Did John you see his Mulaney. last special? No. His Wait, last... I might have. I it's, might have uh... seen it. Hi, I'm what was John it called? Mulaney. <laughs> I might have seen There's a foolproof the way. There's a foolproof way to do John Mulaney, and it's just Steve Urkel. <laughs> Well, I was going to the store the other day. Oh, yes, and yes, let's just I say see this. the store. Did was, I do that? The store was crawling with homeless people. <laughs> oh, I don't know, crawling with homeless people. But anyway, uh, one of my favorite SNL stories is that uh, Bill Hader had the uh, 
what was it called? The Stefano <gasps> character. <gasps> Stefan, I love Stefan. And the uh, covering the mouth thing. <laughs> that originated because John Mulaney, the beautiful, beautiful creature he was. He was a writer on SNL at the time, and he would he co-wrote those epi- those uh, skits with mm-hmm. uh, with Bill Hader. He would slip in jokes that uh, Bill Hader had never seen before, and uh-huh. they would go up on the prompter. And the first time he saw one of those jokes that he'd never seen before, he just went. Ooh. He did the mouth thing. He did he the little mouth because he, did, he didn't want to laugh on camera. And then from then on, John Mulaney's goal was to make him <laughs> break character, just laugh, fall out laugh. And That's he so al- funny. almost every episode he would achieve it. <laughs> I did not know that. That's so funny. John Mulaney is one of my he is one of my heroes because he's, so he's such a great writer. My intro, my new intro thing is a test like a, a testament to my love of his writing. Because <laughs> honestly, I just I just put in whatever I think of on the day of. <laughs> this one, what was this one? Uh, the only podcast that hides in the closet when mommy and daddy fight. <laughs> like holy shit, Ben! <laughs> All right, Ben. <laughs> Getting dark with Ben Granger. That's okay. A human was here and then left. Did I, I have to tell you, Victor, earlier me and Ben were in here before you got here. Mm-hmm. And literally someone walked in. They opened the door, looked at me, went, ugh. And then they closed the door. <laughs> yep. It was so rude. What? I was so offended. That's and so sassy. It's so hard. There's like no need for that at all. I don't like this whole window. For those who can't see, there's a window. There's a window. We can see like three radio studios behind us. I just played a certain noise, everyone. You know what that sound means. It's time for the last 24 hours in sports with your host, Fitch Taylor. What do you have for us this week, Fitch? Hello again, and welcome to the last 24 hours in sports with me, Fitch Taylor. So on to the media. We got a big one today, ladies and gentlemen. Emperor Miji today pushed for a total reversal of the National Route 83. For those of you who don't know this great road, it connects Okayama to Totori. The Emperor said today, we cannot allow for a road to bring further misery to what we used to call our empire. This criticism comes from the long, controversial uses of this road. Along 83, any citizen can meet with one another to discuss conflicts between them. The Emperor has said these open discussions undermine exactly what my rule has come to represent. With the sudden reversal of 83, many of these speakers, as he calls them, have flocked to communicating using long-range swallow-bearing messages. It's rare to see so many swallows being bred for messaging. Experts from the Okayama study group of Building 84 warn of the consequences of extreme swallowing. OSG of 84 says that continued swallowing is unsustainable and we must reopen 83 or face the consequences. Emperor Miji responded with, Swallowing will defeat itself and we must persevere. Many fear with 83 closed down and swallowing destroyed, a total economic collapse will occur. A few of our faithful listeners have explained that without 83 open, they no longer feel that they can control their households and must turn to swallowing. If you missed it, be sure to check out the closed forum discussion by Emperor Miji where he discussed swallowing to its full extent. All news <laughs> All new news in here next week on The Last 24 Hours in Sports with me, Fitch Taylor. And now back to you in the studio. 
What an amazing sports segment. All right, Victoria, we are back, and it is time to play our game. Amazing. It is a game that I have invented called Final Destination. No relation to the movie franchise. All right. So we don't die at the end? It's all up to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the magic of improv, which is what this game is. It is an improv game. And I have the rules written out so we can reference them if we need to. All right. Each player chooses a name from the random names tin. I have made a tin, and it is full of 100 different random names (laughs) from a random name generator on the internet. (laughs) This name will be the name of your character in the scene. There are both male and female names in the tin, so be prepared to play both genders. Next, three locations are chosen. I don't know if that's right tense. Chosen? No, chosen. <laughs> From the locations tin. <laughs> so we have a random locations tin <clears throat> also. In the ensuing scene, the improvisers must try to move from location to location in the order they were picked as seamlessly as possible. Remember, this is a long form improv. So try to spend some time in each location. So don't be like, oh, here I am in a radio studio. I know where we should go. <laughs> to church. And then immediately go there. Nah, spend some time in that radio studio. All right. Really uh, explore the space. I'm really nervous. All right. Choose your name and then say it into the microphone. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Copeland. <laughs> All right, Jonathan Victoria's Copeland. new name is Jonathan Copeland. There you go, Benny. Pick one. All right. Pick one <clears throat> from the hat. All right, it's a small one. My name is Melanie Harris. <laughs> is that a female? <laughs> sure, yes. Okay. Melanie Harris. Okay. <sighs> Could you have printed these any smaller? I tried to print them big, man. I think you I used tried. about a five font. I use like I tried to do 18 and then 18. I put it on like XL so it made it smaller. And I wasn't about okay. to cut out a hundred more of these. Alberto <laughs> Owen. Alberto Owen. All right. Brandon, would you pick our first location? Okay, so where are we going first? Where are we, where are we starting? Okay, I took two because the papers are so small. These are ben. bigger. These are bigger. They are. I don't know. All right. Our first location is... The sinkhole. A sinkhole. (laughs) How did we end up here? (laughs) All right. You can choose our second location. Okay. (laughs) Our second location is high school lockers. (laughs) Okay. High school lockers. Yes. <laughs> we, go to, we go to the school just to be by the lockers? Yes. Just, <laughs> just to check out the lockers. Okay. And the next, the last one is an Arctic research camp. <laughs> so we are starting in a sinkhole. And then next we will go to high school lockers. And then finally we will end in an Arctic research camp. Would you like to go over our names again? Alberto. 
Jonathan Copeland. <laughs> Melanie Harris. What can I do with this? What can I do with this name? I don't know. I, like, he has a very, like, English last name, but a Spanish first name. <laughs> yeah. He sounds... So that's the benefits of uh, doing a random name generator. <laughs> you jo- never know what you're going to get. Jonathan Copeland sounds like... Kind of like a, a successful businessman, but, like, I'm not... He still knows how to fun, have fun. I'm, I think I'm going to tur- turn it around, and I'm going to be, like, a teen, a cool teen. A cool teen. Trying to fit in. That's trying to fit in? Trying to fit in. Jonathan Is he Copeland. already cool trying to fit in, or is he No, like, he's, cool. like, he's, like, um, he's well-known, but not for good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like you ever heard of Jonathan Copeland? <sighs> yeah, I Dude, heard he like. Dweeb. Oh goddamn, Jonathan Copeland! Who I heard he's a him? loser, man. All right, so we start in a sinkhole. I am Melanie. He is Alberto, <clears throat> and you are Jonathan. All right. All right. I will start the scene. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Jonathan. Why did we choose to live in this sinkhole? Jonathan, I don't know how we got here or what we're doing in this sinkhole, but we are here, and I want to get out we as got soon here, as possible. We got here because my mom drove us, remember? <laughs> Your mom's the worst driver ever. She's like, ugh, I don't like it, ugh. I gave it a three out of five stars. Well, who are you? Alberto. Nice to meet you. My name is Melanie. You don't know Alberto? I know everyone. I'm Jonathan Copeland. More like Jonathan Dopeland. Jonathan Copeland. I love it when he does that. Oh, no. Mm. What have I gotten myself into? (laughs) Alberto, will you help us get out of this sinkhole? Never. We are losing air very rapidly. (laughs) I didn't know this was the sinkhole. Please, we have to climb up. We're running out of air. All I have is my vape, dude. We're on Jakku. (laughs) (laughs) We were inside of that TIE fighter. (laughs) The TIE fighter sank into the sinkhole. I don't know what we're going to do now. Jonathan, help us. We're supposed to be on a date. You were taking me to that TIE fighter museum. Why would you ever go out with Jonathan Copeland? Because Because Jonathan Doblin is the coolest guy ever. You're changing your name to Dopeland? Uh, yeah. It's always been Dopeland. What are you talking about? You Alberto? said Copeland. Before. Pretty sure it's Sarah Webb with the C. But I believe everything that Jonathan has ever said. So, can you, Alberto. You're an idiot. Do you have some sort of ladder or you something? You deserve to die. I know I do, but I'm with this guy. <laughs> All right. Do you have some sort of hold ladder? On, hold on. I think Step I, stool. I think I see a stick. <clears throat> hold on. Everyone hold on to me. All right? Just hold on. Well, hold on. All right. Okay, I'm, I'm on I'm you. I'm pulling us up. Wow, you're bigger than Jonathan. <laughs> nah, no way, dude. I'm totally bigger. <laughs> you right. know what they say, bigger's always better. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, Jesus. Push you back into the sinkhole. <laughs> no, I want to get out. <laughs> look, it's a high school over there. Yeah, we probably have to get back to class. That's our high school. Back after class, yeah. You know what? I need to go to my locker. They need to get the sinkhole out of the recess room. Room. Alberto, I, yeah. <laughs> it's a real problem. They put it in a sand pit. This is actually... It's only this one room. Come to think of it, we were just trying to do the long jump. And we just kind of jumped and landed in the sand. But turns out the sand here is a sinkhole. 
Oh yeah. It's not a good. It's not a good plan. It's not a good. But plan anyway, Jonathan, can you escort me to my locker? Yeah, of course, babe. Absolutely. I need to get my my books. Of course. Thanks. Thanks so much. Oh my God, you're the greatest. I, I know. <laughs> Let's go on another date in another separate sinkhole at some point. <laughs> another sinkhole. <laughs> All right. I can't believe my locker is next to those two idiots. I know. I've never really seen you in school before, Alberto. Are you new? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You don't even know if you're new. This is crazy. That's like a new level of cool. This is a new, new, new. New. A new, new. A new, new. So here we are at my locker. I just... Do you see how I decorate it, Jonathan? I put your face on the locker. And you know what that is? That's a heart around yeah, it. Yeah, where it should yeah. be. I, I made it out of... <laughs> I made the heart out of smaller hearts. <laughs> Jonathan, if I were to suggest something, you got to get away from this Melanie girl. Melanie, if I were to suggest something, you got to get, ri- get rid of this Jonathan kid. How am I supposed to get rid of him? Also, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy. We're both shitty people. We know that. And we're just going to stick together because shitty people got to stick together. Yeah, you guys are the shittiest, I have to say. Well, thanks. <laughs> I really try. I like... I put on, like... The most potent cologne, not cologne. Potent. I'm a girl. Cologne. Perfume. Perfumes. <laughs> that's the word for it. Thank you, Jonathan. He's not smart, Melanie. I, He's not smart. He knew the word perfume. That's more than I could have done. He changed his last name. I'm smart. I'm only 20, and I only asked my brother to drive his 1996 Subaru Outback to school. F- to drive me to school. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It takes a really smart person to come up with uh, that play on his name. <laughs> I know he doesn't admit it, but his real name is Copeland. It's Dopeland, babe. But, but he came up with that name. You know? Dopeland means shit, you idiot. <laughs> uh, no, Dopeland means it's dope. It's cool. He's no. cool. Like no. me. I'm cool and edgy. I'm sure he's cool and edgy. I just haven't seen any of it yet. Oh, Jesus. Here, hypothetical. If I was to get rid of Jonathan, me, Melanie Harris, if I was to get rid of Jonathan Copeland, a.k.a. Dopeland, how would I do it? Don't do it. (laughs) I don't know. Tell him he's a worthless piece of dope. Jonathan, I love you so much. I love you so much. Jonathan, where should we go on our next date? We gotta get away from this guy. He's trying to split us up. You know what? You know what I was like thinking was like really cool and edgy, like me. What? Going to an <laughs> Arctic research camp. You know? Oh, I've always heard that those are really nice, especially in the off seasons when it's not cold. <laughs> Because the ice caps melt. They melt. That's what I've heard. They All melt of them. All of them during melt. the summer. <laughs> We're talk- Which one are we talking about? Are we talking North Pole or are we talking South Pole? 
We're talking. If either of those, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are we gonna show with? We're talking Santa's home. We're talking North Pole. Oh man, I wanted to hang out with penguins. I was a big fan of Happy Feet. I can't believe these guys came to the Arctic Research Center where I work. <clears throat> like, why can't I escape these guys? I didn't know you worked here. Like, ugh. Like, just get out of our lives. Maybe We're trying to live our lives and go to Arctic Research Camp. You're the one that came here. I work here. You're in a research center. Maybe you should research ways to get away from us. Okay. Yeah. That's what they do here, right? That's what they do. You guys aren't cool. They study ice, and then they study how to get away <laughs> from people you don't like. That's the thing. That's the thing we do. You just follow people? Yeah. Absolutely. We follow people. It's your job to get rid of us. It's your job, man. It's my job? It's your job to research and also to research how to get the fuck away. Right, Jonathan? Yeah, babe. <laughs> Thanks, other babe. And see. <laughs> I don't right. believe myself. <laughs> okay. back. We really had a lot of fun with that, didn't we? All right. What have you been watching? What have you been watching lately, Victoria? TV. Um. Anything. I have been watching. What have I been watching? I finished season ten of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Great show. That's like my favorite show. I love that show. I haven't gotten around to the uh, new season. Though. I haven't watched season eleven. I mean, like, I like saw like new episodes on TV, but like, I want to watch it in order. So. Right. I did the same thing with uh, Parks and Rec, where <gasps> I watched. I just finished Parks and Rec. Oh, oh my, my god, it's such a great show. It's such a good show. I never show. wanted to end, so I haven't watched past season four. <sighs> but uh, I, I watched. It. What was it? I watched like the first <clears throat> two episodes. Mm-hmm. When they aired of season seven, mm-hmm. and then uh, I missed the next one. I was like, okay, I gotta stop. I'm gonna wait until it comes out on Netflix, and then I'll catch up because I want to watch them all in order. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's important yeah. for this final season. And it was. It was a great final season. Mm-hmm. Everything's tied together. My favorite was uh, Jean Ralphio. I love how he Jean Ralphio. Jean Ralphio's funeral. <laughs> Fun fact: Ben Schwartz. The guy who plays Jean Ralphio, mm-hmm. him <clears throat> and Bill Hader were creative consultants for the voice of BB-8. Really? Yeah. The way they did it is that uh, is Ben Schwartz would come into the studio and he would say responses, like he would say lines that would go where BB-8 was doing mm-hmm. his BB-8 shit, and <laughs> he would just say the response how he thought it should be said. Mm-hmm. And then the creative <coughs> team would take the things that he said and use the same cadences for BB-8. Really? Which is the reason why BB-8 is, my hands down, my favorite character from the new Star Wars movie. Oh my gosh. I love John Ralphio. I love that character. <laughs> How'd you get all this money? I, got, I was ran over by a Lexus. <laughs> 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 he fakes his own death. <laughs> And like at the funeral, <laughs> at the funeral, um, the guy like you know like in charge of it, he's like, I was asked to play John Ralphio's favorite song, and it was like something by Little John. It was so, <laughs> it was so funny. 
a completely inappropriate song to be playing at a funeral. <laughs> I kind of I want to do that. I want to do something funny for my for my funeral. I, I want people to laugh at my funeral. I don't want to be absolutely no. I'm gonna I'm I want like a playlist of like songs I love, but like not like the most serious songs, songs I like. Yeah, like I'm gonna have a lot of Bo Burnham on that playlist. Absolutely, yes. hands down. Hands and by down. then he'll have like, what is it like a billion new albums? Yeah, to choose from. So I'm gonna have tons. Yeah, don't choose your songs now because there'll yeah. be there'll be a lot of cool songs. Just later. after at the end of the playlist, you just gotta be like, okay, guys, enjoy your brunch. <laughs> All right, get back to your lives. <laughs> Go get some brunch. Hey guys, this is Ben. What are you doing here? Get out! Come on, <laughs> leave, leave me to my peace. Jeez, a oh, jeez. I want them to use that exact clip from this podcast. A jeez, a jeez. Back when I was not funny. All right, Victoria, thank you so much for doing this podcast. <gasps> thank it you meant for so having much to us me. To have you on, if you want to come on any other times. <gasps> Okay, I'm going to take up you are that free. offer. You are totally free to do You're so. You're going to regret what is saying happening? that. You got it in. Yes. His, gonna his bit. <laughs> You're going to regret saying that because I'm going to take you up on that offer. All right. <laughs> One of our last things that we do on every I podcast. No regrets. No regrets. It's one of my favorite, my favorite medium of all time. <laughs> no regrets. But, Victoria, the last segment on the show is called How Have You Been? So, Victoria, <laughs> how have you been? Wow. Okay, this is really an intense segment, too. Um, it really is. I have been pretty great. Um, I mean, nothing's been really happening, um, except, you know, like, yeah, like, I'm fine. But, like, um, my friend Elena, she got into the school we're both going to, so we're going to be what? roommates. So she's an MC. Actually, this year, she's the only girl MC. Fact. Really? Yeah. They always do uh, half and half. There's though. five MCs, and there's one girl. That's Elena, and she's my roommate. Did not that many try people try out? I guess. Yeah, not that. Well, but like, I mean, like these ones, like, if like more people like tried out, like it wouldn't have made a difference. Like, Irby wanted like five or four, and more like streamlined, I guess. Yeah, and like. These MCs are, I like saw like two skits because I went and like helped out at a rehearsal and they're so funny. Like, I'm so excited to see it. It's hysterical. Really? Do we know when this one is? <clears throat> March 18th. March 18th, everybody. Uh, we're plugging that in. <laughs> March 18th. But anyway, that's how you've been? Yeah. So, good. This, this has been How Have You Been? <laughs> All right. That's all the time we have for today's podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Sexy. There's no it in it. And there's also no apostrophe, because we cannot do that. <laughs> like our Facebook page, and follow Victoria Parrish on Twitter, at ParrishProbs, with a Z. Zesty. All right, we have our podcast end <laughs> by having our guests say our catchphrase, which is, stay sexy. Oh my gosh, so if so you exciting. if you would do that for us, all right. I think I'm gonna say it like Jonathan Dobland. Stay sexy. <laughs>